It's sure good to be in the Lord's house. Thank God for the privilege of being here and thank God for everyone that we see here and what a great crowd we've got tonight. I got a bunch of visitors and glad to have all our visitors and glad to have some that's been gone and come back. This is what a blessing. And I've been blessed to hear about the meetings that the young people's been having this week already. And I have a verse I'd like to share with you in opening. It's in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to his abundant mercy, hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And so thank the Lord. Let's all stand for just a moment as we bow our heads in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be here tonight. Uh, God, thank you for each one that's come here, and thank you for the, just the, the joy and the happiness that we can feel in being here and being together in church, God. That's just a blessing, and looking forward to this service and uh, good things that we know that you're able to do. And God, help us to just be obedient and follow you and do what you'd have us to, and uh, be in the center of your will. Help us to worship you in spirit and in truth. We ask you to bless this service in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We'll turn over to the choir, and thank you. Page 28. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, and bless His dear name, for in my life, 
page 46. Page 46.
tabs on everything, and he told me it was my turn. So I really desire your prayers. Uh, I uh, uh, think about words sometime, and you take right at the moment. I'm I'm in a spot. You say, well, how would that be? Well, Terry has to do this every, uh, just about every church service. But when the good Lord comes through, you're not in a spot anymore. So I desire your prayers. And then I, uh, I got this, this, uh, I got another word, and this one's rough. Because I started reading it, and sometimes you, uh, did you ever start reading in the Bible and see yourself, and it didn't look too good? <laughs> That's me. Guilty again. And uh, the word, it's in, uh, if, if I pronounce everything right, Malachi. And God is getting aggravated. Do you know what he gets aggravated about? This is me. Not paying attention. The word is profane. And here's another word in there, but he, he uses that word, and I looked that up, and it's just it's just not paying attention. And I started out real early in life. Uh, I got a good grade card, but the teacher said he, they got a new word for this, by the way. But they said he just daydreams. And I just look out the window and my mind would just take off. And I still have a problem. But one time, I was focused. I was sitting in church and I probably wasn't paying attention. But all of a sudden, God spoke to me. Everything changed, Terry. Can you imagine 13-year-old boy sitting in church? Tears just started rolling. And I said, oh, Lord, there is a God. And guess what? I'm not saved. And it turned everything upside down. But I appreciate my parents. They would bring me to church. And I'll tell you something, this is a compliment toward my dad. I believe he stayed up here until he was about 62 or 63. But I never known him to miss church but one time. And he and this is an old, um, I love them old sayings, but he said, my stomach, I think it soured on me. And uh, that's, a, that's from down home, by the way, because we say upset. But he said, and I don't think I'll go to church. I only seen that happen one time. He set a fine example for me. And so I'm going to turn over to Terry. I was able to uh, feel God's spirit. And that God loves me. But I need to stop being in Malachi. Read it, second chapter. He said, I'm tired of you being profane. I'm tired of you knowing, but not paying attention. So I desire your prayers, Brother Terry.
Thank the Lord for Brother Roger. Appreciate that. Felt the Lord in real good. Thank the Lord for the choir singing. Appreciate that. Let's all stand for just a moment. Who might have an unspoken prayer request? You can show it raising your hand. Who has a spoken prayer request? You got something on your heart to, to make a prayer request for? Please do that or even a testimony. Whatever you got, God's given you, do that. I've got a few requests. I'll just make them give you a chance to think about yours. Uh, continue to pray for Brother Denny Hunter. Uh, we had a chance to visit him in Bonning. Had some other visitors there today and enjoyed it. And uh, he's showing some signs of improvement, but he's uh, got a lot of improving he needs to do, Lord willing. So please keep them in prayers. Remember Travis Money. A lot of you remember Travis and Trish came to church here for a while. They were both on the altar at one time. They moved down south. They lived down uh, close to Williamsburg, Kentucky. Uh, Travis is having a lot of problems with his heart. Uh, he's got to go back in the hospital Monday. They're going to try to do a heart cath. He's got some uh, places that's plugged up, even some stents that are plugged up. And uh, hopefully they can get those taken care of where they don't have to do open heart surgery on him again. But, but he really needs our prayers. And uh, so uh, please remember them. And uh, pray for this service tonight. Uh, I thank God for the meetings that uh, uh, young people have been having. I wasn't able to get to them, but I've heard from them, and it blessed my heart to hear from them. And I'm, I'm thankful, God willing, uh, for the, the church camp that's approaching. It's going to be this weekend coming. And, uh, so, but let's pray for this service tonight as well as those other services. Anyone else got something now? <clears throat> Amen. Amen. That'd be great. Right. Amen. Amen. Okay. Young people, he said, "Want you to come sing?" So, if everybody wants to be seated, then go ahead. Uh, there's there's a lot of things in my life that I want and that that I desire for. I I want um, my career to go well. Uh, I want a lot of things, but uh, if my career doesn't go well, God will still be good. Uh, if a lot of the other things I want uh, don't happen my way. Uh, God will still be good, and uh, I was praying for my dad the other night, and it's something I've wanted since I was eight years old. I've wanted him to have what I have, and he's not gotten saved in the last 19 years, but that makes that still means that God is still good, even and even if he doesn't get saved, God will still be good. Um, I'm so thankful for the Lord. Um, we're going to sing wherever Kennedy's at.
We sure appreciate our young people. If everybody just go ahead and stand back up and we kind of pick back up where we was at with prayer. Any other any requests before we pray? Again, let's pray for this meeting tonight. Great need that's here. And yeah, I'd just like to echo what you said about our uh, meetings this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm thankful for our church who's prayed for us this week. Amen. Uh, I'd like to ask the church to continue praying for us as we yeah. go. Uh, pray for safe travels, pray for good services. But Amen. Uh, as of today, the most important service we have is tonight. Amen. Right now, Amen. We're, right now. Yes. we're not guaranteed we're going to make it to camp, but we're Amen. guaranteed we're going to be in this service tonight, and that's about it. Amen. Uh, so I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for that song. I'm thankful for our church. Amen. Praise the Lord. So well said. If you're here tonight and you need to get saved, surely don't try to put it off till the weekend. Uh, if you need to get saved tonight, get saved tonight. And, uh, boy, I appreciate that testimony. That's right on it. Anybody else? for that request uh, come across to your mind pray for me I'm supposed to see a couple doctors tomorrow I don't think it's real serious but I appreciate your prayers anyway anything else before we pray not last brother Bill to lead us
good prayer. I appreciate it. And I failed it. Let's just keep praying. And uh, whoever feel like singing now, if you've got a song on your heart, well, please come do that. If you've got a testimony on your heart, share that. Just do whatever you feel like God wants you to do. Who's got a song? Or a testimony. Let's, let's pray for them. I believe they come to sing. Pray.
I'm uh, just so thankful that God saw grace on me uh, one time. And yeah. uh, you see all through the Bible where He laid His hand on people that you wouldn't think that He would have. Um, so no matter where you're at in life, who you are, God's there and He will save you. And I'm just so thankful for that moment that He touched me. So... <clears throat> She was down on her knees She would never get free Her accusers had stones in their hand And they turned to Jesus Just to see what He'd say But the Lord just rode in the sand they all walked away Oh, when they heard him say Let the sin free cast the first stone And with tears on her face All her sin was erased And she stood in a moment of grace Now the thief on the cross Knew that his life was lost He must pay for the crimes of his past He had done nothing right And he would sure lose this fight Well, his time was running out fast in desperation he cried to the Lord at his side remember me when you reach heaven's gates and Jesus forgave and all his sin was erased and he died in a moment of
See, I'd been counted out by the self-righteous crowd who would say that I'm not worthy to live. They say I've drifted too far. I'm so stuck in sin's mire. I need a miracle that only God can give. Well, then Jesus passed by, and with his reply, he said, I choose you, believe in me today. And Jesus forgave, and all my sin was erased, and I stood in my moment of grace. A moment of grace. Undeserved favor. Unspeakable joy. My soul found in song everybody pray and really pray everybody here mind the Lord tonight before I sing this I had a little thought um, there was a, I, I'm nervous now I can't think of who mentioned it but somebody said that you know maybe it's Jeremy life is short we have this service tonight and uh, I have a I had a friend and his name was uh, John Brockert and he 
he was at the post office. We were joking around one day, and uh, the next day he wasn't there. He wasn't old, and he wasn't sick. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't in a bad place in town. He was at home in bed. And him and his wife didn't get to see the sunrise. It was just a terrible, horrible accident. And somewhere in the Bible, I can't think what verse, it says death is like a net. And it's cast into the sea. And you don't, you don't know when your time is. You don't know when you're going to die. That's right. And I'd just like you to take it really seriously. Yeah. Um, this song, I know what he did for me. You've got to know what he did for you to be ready. I'll do my best. <laughs> I wasn't there on the shores of Galilee when Jesus touched blinded eyes and made them see. And though I did not see the empty tomb, that day I still believe. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I believe there is power in the blood of the Lamb. I believe there is healing in the touch of His hand. But the greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I have seen the lowest sin, sick soul, have life anew, be made clean, pure and whole. And I have felt him loose those chains of sin and set my spirit free. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I believe there is power in the blood of the Lamb. I believe there is healing in the touch of His hand. But the greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. But the greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for that song.
I'm sure glad that I know too. Anyone else feel like singing? Not I'm pretty soon going to look at these preachers, but uh, it come across my mind first to mention this. We're glad to have Bob and Jessica Padgett with us tonight. Bob Padgett, do you have anything on your heart you feel like the Lord's wanting you to share with us? Come ahead if you do. Let's pray for Brother Bob while he comes. We really appreciate these folks and love. Let's just, just really pray while he comes. Hello, buddy. I so wanted to get out of this. You really pray for me. Got some uh, lost friends and family here. And uh, In the choir, I'm just so thankful to be here. First off, I'm thankful to be saved. I'm thankful to feel the spirit tonight. And, uh, church, you're really blessed. You're so blessed. Uh, I tell you, <clears throat> on our journey, uh, we, moved, we moved down to Florida, and uh, you know we tried to follow the Lord, and <clears throat> uh, it's it's difficult down there uh, with the churches and. You pray for us. Uh, we're going to a mission, uh, and uh, they believe the same way we do. And uh, we went to a lot of churches, and <clears throat> a lot of churches don't believe the way we do. A lot of churches uh, leave the spirit out, and uh, that's uh, it's not a good good place to be. Um, I was in the choir and I was thinking about it I thought oh Lord what if he calls on me and uh, uh, I started praying and uh, he said I want you to do this and I said no <laughs> uh, and it's kind of part of our testimony too but uh, and looking for a church uh, some of the things Number one, we want to we want to really find a missionary Baptist is what we really wanted, and because there's a lot of things that um, we are really grounded in, and uh, we've been to some missionary church, Baptist churches that aren't grounded in the same thing, and uh, it's uh, I got to thinking about the church covenant and uh, and how important it is, and I thought, you know, how many times. That I come to church, and uh, I never really paid attention to the covenant. And when you become a member of this church, we need to make sure that we uh, we're in line with that covenant. The last song that they sang is uh, how much that the Lord's done for me, and uh, just the little bit that I could do back uh, when I joined the church is. Uh, to stay in line with the, the, the rules and the laws of the church and, and what God set up. And 
boy, I was reading through this uh, just a minute ago, and maybe I need to read it. And uh, you just pray for me. I, I just want to get it other way. It says, uh, having been led, as we believe, by the Spirit of God, to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. Nobody else. Like, that's it. And on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That's the Trinity, right? That's important because it all goes together. We do now in the presence of God, angels in this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into the covenant with one another as one body in Christ. We're all one. You got to remember that. The, the devil wants to cause division. He wants to cause division in your families, in your marriages, with your children, with your friends. He wants to get in between every one of us. Because he wants to separate us and destroy us. I'm so thankful that my God can't be destroyed. What he put inside when I got saved, it's not going anywhere. We engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church. I can't tell you, I read this again and I thought, boy, how many times have I sit in my house? I didn't invite anybody to church. I didn't invite my friends. I didn't invite people. But I want, I want everybody to have what I have. You've got to advance your church, people. And it's not for numbers. It's for people to get saved, right? To strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort. To promote its prosperity and spirituality. To sustain its worship. That means coming here Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. We got revival, pray. Ordinance, dis discipline, and doctrines. Why that discipline hurts sometimes. I've been in churches where there's no discipline, and it just runs rampant. And boy, the devil runs rampant in that church too. In those churches, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expenses of the church the relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel through all nations. Well, there's a lot in that, too. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotion to religiously educate our children. I'm going to stop right there just for a second. Boy, I fail. I fail at so many of these things. It's so important to read your Bible with your family. It's so important just to have those discussions. It's important to teach what's in the Bible to your children. I'm going to brag on my daughter just for a minute. We uh, were in a rough spot a little while ago, and uh, I went in uh, to check on 
uh, Taylin, and she was quiet on her phone. I said, what are you doing? And she said, I'm reading this new Bible app, and I'm playing this quiz thing, and I thought, how much I've failed um, as a father, um, as a leader of our house. You see where we're at. We don't have uh, our missions twice, twice a month. It's on Sunday mornings. So we, have, we don't have Sunday evening. We don't have Wednesday. We don't have Sunday school. We have it twice a week or twice a month. And, uh, we were doing okay. We go in spurts. But I was so thankful that my daughter was reading. She taught me. She showed me what I need to be doing. And uh, it was humbling. But I was so thankful for that. But it was to brag on her. But how many, how many times have I failed? How many times have I skipped church? How many times have I not put the, put the effort in? Um, but this is our covenant. This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what we agreed to do. To seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances. That's what we want, right? I want all my kids to be saved. I want all my family to get saved. How am I going to do that if I'm not showing them the ways? To walk circumspectly in the world, we've got to be different. To be just in our dealings. Faithful in our engagements and exemplary in our deportment. What is that exemplary in our deportment? Well, we can't act a fool, can we? We don't get things our way when we get angry, when we get upset. We need to set an example outside of this building. To avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger. Boy, the excessive anger really hit me. Go ahead and get angry at some things. That's not where I need to be, though. Whether that's in my house, whether that's out in the world, that's at work, wherever it is, I don't need to be there. And the tattling and backbiting. I want you, as, we read, as I read through this, I want you to really, really pray about it. I want to be a help to abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage, to be zealous in our effort to advance the kingdom of our Savior. It's a little difficult to push for that advancement if we're out in a bar drinking. It's, uh, it's a little, little hard to, uh, to have any advancement when we're out in the world doing the things of the world. Because we're not setting ourselves apart. We're not being different. We're just going with it. I've been there. I don't want to be there. Man, I don't want you to be there. I want you to be where God wants you to be. That's where we're supposed to be striving for. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love. That's everybody here. And then that's everybody we come in contact with. When people do us wrong, that doesn't give us the right to do wrong to other people. Well, we want to, though, don't we? But that's not where we can 
be used by the Lord. Why? Because then we're getting filled up with what the devil wants, and that's anger and bitterness and resentfulness. We're of no use, and that's what the devil wants. Is he wants us at home? He wants, or if you're even here and you're sitting there like. I can't do anything because they're sitting over there doing this. And then your mind just starts running all these things. Because the devil, that's where he wants you. Boy, when we're filled with the love that God's given us, and we look back, and we have that time that we can go back to when we're saved. Boy, the grace and mercy that God showed us, that's what we're supposed to be showing. I fail. I fail. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you I'm perfect because I'm far from it. But, but boy, I need that reminder sometimes. I need... I need to be shown, like, hey, what about this? Oh, yep, don't step on my toes. But sometimes we need that. We need that discipline. We need the correction. Oh, Lord, help me. I'm not trying to do any of that. To remember each other in prayer. Boy, when you guys have the prayer requests, take note of those things. Really pray for them when you leave here. Go home and pray. It's important. To aid each other in sickness and and distress. To cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy in speech. To be slow to take offense. That's a tough one. That's our covenant. That's what we're supposed to strive for. And when you fail at it, what are you supposed to do? Just stay angry? No. We need to go back to it and say, why am I angry? I need to slow down here. Because I guarantee you that if you're saved by God's grace and you're here and you've caused offense to each other and you're where you're supposed to be and you're striving for that, I guarantee you you're not trying to cause offense. You want to show love, right? Boy, it's a hard, it's a hard road. but always ready for reconciliation. So we need to be slow to offense, ready for reconciliation. What's that? That's forgiveness. That's letting it go. That's not holding on to it. That bitterness, the anger, the resentfulness, it'll eat at you. Sometimes you can be in a spot and you don't even know that you're holding on to all that. And you can get on cruise control, and uh, it's not a good place to be. Because God's not going to use you. Because you're sitting there, well, I'm not going to do this, because X, Y, Z. Look for reconciliation. Look for forgiveness. I'm thankful that God forgave me. We're always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principle of God's word. That's a tough one. But I tell you, if, uh, if, God will ever call, if God ever calls you, then you need to be somewhere else. You pray hard about where you need to be. There's been a few places that we've gone that uh, it's almost like I can't even say that we would ever settle on it because we never got settled. But we would try and we thought, well, we'll just try this for a little while. But, but when you don't feel the spirit, 
like you have in this church. It's not the place to be. I've been to too many churches where they teach and they teach good things. But I tell you what, I'd rather go into a service that somebody just gets up and whether well, it's just singing and you're just following the Lord and you just let the Spirit run the service. Or you get up and I always, we talk about it. That Easter service when Neil, when Neil got up and he said, all God gave me is that he's risen. And that was it. That was the most powerful message. Because you're allowed to follow the Lord here. Because there's liberty. Well, I tell you, there's not a lot of liberty in a lot of churches. So it's important that you follow the Lord. That's about all I had. I had just this one. I'll just close with this just one verse. I don't know, but. In Ephesians 1, 4, it says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Yeah. I'll stop there. There's more to it, but I think it's amazing that God chose each one of us before, before we were even here. He knew. He knew each and every one of you. And he gives each and every one of you a chance to come back to him, to get saved. It's a personal relationship. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that he loved me enough that he loved each and every one of us enough. You know, we see, I've talked to a lot of people about churches and when I tell them about the covenant, they're like, I don't need all those rules and I don't need this. You need them rules. You need them. I promise you. And, and it's not rules to hold you back. It's, it's rules. It's I heard, uh, I forget who it was that preached it, but they talked about the hedges. Boy, God will protect us. He gives us boundaries. This isn't just, you can go do whatever you want. No, no, we need to be different. I want you to be different. I want you to be where the Lord wants you, where, where the Lord can use you. So we can advance his kingdom. So we can, we can see our friends and loved ones get saved. That's where I want to be. Uh, I'm about done here, Terry, but I just, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be here, and uh, I'm so thankful for this church and your prayers. Uh, but what really, I guess my thought was, the thought that God gave me was just to get back in your covenant, go through that, see where you're at. Does the Lord have something for you? Do you need to be somewhere, is something going on that you need to get fixed? It's so important. I, I was thinking we're coming into church camp and we've got all the youth and uh, our kids are so excited about it. We've been talking about it for, I swear, a couple months. And, uh, you know, we wanted to be ready and uh, we want to see our lost get saved. And we want that fellowship. We desire it. We love it. And uh, what better time than now to get, to get right? Like if... If you've got something holding, holding you back and the Lord's talk, calling you, come get it fixed. I promise you, it'll be the best. It's, it's, like a, it's almost like a, we walk around with this heavy weight on us and we don't even know it sometimes. And the Lord will come by and say, hey, I need you to get this fixed. And uh, it's like, what? I'm not doing anything wrong. Well, when the Lord calls you and he just knocks on your heart, just follow him. And I promise you, you'll feel a hundred times better. And if you're lost, the way he's got something for you, I can't explain how good it is. 
I can't. It's the best thing that will ever happen to you. I'm so thankful I'm saved. I'm thankful to be here tonight. But I'll turn it over to you. Boy, I thank the Lord for Brother Bob. And uh, I thank the Lord for giving him what he gave to share with us. Now, that's a powerful message and uh, brought to us with a powerful spirit. I'd like for us to get a song tonight. And there was uh, a comment that uh, Brother Bob made in his closing remarks. He said, check and see where you're at tonight. Are you where you need to be? Check and see where you're at. And uh, we'll get the church to stand. And I'll say a few words and I'll get ready to sing. And uh, I want to ask you to do what Brother Bob said and what God gave him to say. Boy, I mean, he moved powerful. I, I appreciate God putting it on my heart. Uh, God pointed him out and said, ask Bob first. And, and I appreciate him coming like he did in such power. If you're here tonight and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, you might be here tonight and lost. You need to get saved. We've got an altar we'd like for you to come and pray at. We'll pray with you. Come and try it. Try it and see. See what it's like. If you're here and you've been saved and whatever your circumstance is, if there's spots and areas and situations that you're out of place, you may need to come to the altar and pray. If, you, if God's wanting you to do that, do that. Don't be ashamed of the altar tonight. we got a lot that's at stake. We need to use every tool we can to do the job wants us to do, that God wants us to do, and the altar's a great tool. Saying when you get ready, somebody needs to come tonight. I believe that. I believe God's talking to somebody tonight. Tell you about Obey the my Lord. Friend, Come on. on Come and see. He's the best friend I ever knew. That woman of Samaria, With after she talked to heart, Jesus, I want to serve told her people in her town, With Come and see. Heart, I want to Listen. Him. Do Amen. What he wants me to do. Are you where God wants you? If you say no, well, I just I just can't do anything right now. That's what the devil's telling you. If you're not where God wants you, there's something you can do right now. You can seek the Lord. You can draw nigh to Him. Come on. If you're lost, you need to seek Him for salvation. Come just like you are. See? Come on. Boy, I fail him a lot. Preacher, do you really fail the Lord? I can't tell you how much. I can't count that high. Obey the Lord. Amen. Obey him. Please come. If God's calling you, please come. Obey him tonight. Trust him. It's your move. So faithfully. It's your move. And though I fail the Lord, he has never failed me. He loves me. And when I'm wrong
be there through every valley. He's never left me alone. Though there'll be times I know when I'll fail him so, yet he'll never let go of my hand. He's always been failed him a lot and uh, you know I've given him plenty of excuses if he wanted to just throw me away and forget about me uh, he'd been justified but uh, he wouldn't do that because he loved me so much and he gave his son to die for me and I trusted his son as the savior of my soul he washed me and made my soul clean and uh, even though I failed him in the flesh uh, he still loves me and he watches after me and, and he's always with me. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And he never breaks a promise. Pray for him. I believe they're going to come sing for us. I hope that's what they're doing. I appreciate that. Let's pray now. And, and, and while they come, uh, if you're here and you need to come pray, the invitation's still open. Pray for them.
I want to make a special prayer request. Let's pray for this family. Uh, Bob expressed the struggles they're going through and the problems, and it's a tough journey, sounds like, but God's got it covered. And uh, But uh, we need to really lift them up in prayer. All right. Anybody else got anything on your heart? Amen. Yeah, man. Yeah, right. It's made to hold you together. Right. It's That's to good. Hold well your said. Together, hold your family together, well said. Amen. Well, good. That, I like what you said about that. Appreciate that. Somebody else? If no one of you preachers got something, I'm not in a hurry. Follow your heart. Yeah, yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Well, that's good. That's good. You're right. The fallen Lord set you free. Sin told you back on it. That's good. Well said. Someone else? 
we have anything that needs to be announced before we come to a close? Yeah. Help her, Lord. Help her. Amen. That's true. Sure. testimony. I appreciate that. That's good. Someone else. If God's giving you something, just obey him. What God gives is always on time and in the right place. <laughs> always. Now, I've questioned it a lot of times, but God's always been right. <laughs> Anything else? If not, I'll just kind of feel this way. I'm not going to close with a prayer. I'm just going to tell you to keep praying and, uh, and keep praying, especially for church camp. It's starting Friday. And instead of closing with a prayer, we'll just uh, treat this like it's a, a part of revival and the church camp's the rest of it. And that being said, you're at liberty to go.